Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. Welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I am Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm John. And we're here together again, and uh, we brought a guest with us. Well, we have a guest on the phone. Yes. <laughs> but he is ready and uh, raring to go. We have Jamie on the line. Hello, Jamie. Hello, how are you? Good, good. Now, Jamie's going to be talking to us today about some encounters he has had with uh, the little people of the forest. Mm-hmm. And I have had an encounter, and I know, Danny, you have worked mm-hmm. with people who have had, had encounters. encounters out in Newfoundland. That's right. Jamie, yeah. can you tell us, what, for people who are listening, what, what the little people of the forest are? Well, the one I seen, he, he looked like a pleasant little typical garden gnome. Huh. Is right? he, he didn't have a pointed hat. He had more of an archer-type hat. Okay. What, what were we doing that day? Well, I was I was at a spot investigating a Sasquatch encounter that I had been having there at a, a trailhead. I got up early in the morning and uh, to go look at the spot, see if I had seen any uh, Sasquatch tracks in the sand or even the dew lifted up from the grass. I had left my dog in the back of my pickup truck and I just, I just stepped through this man gate, two posts that just a man can walk through. And I seen something off to my right, you know, 15, not even 10 feet away. I was expecting you know, a little fox or a raccoon or something. I looked over, and there was a little bearded man, about knee height, was standing there with a walking stick. It was a twig, but it was a walking stick to him. He was standing there with his eyes closed, soaking up the sun. <laughs> Did he see you? Well, he, had, he didn't see me then. No. Right away, his eyes was closed. It's like he came out of the shadow of the bush and was just soaking up the warm, warm sun in the morning. And I was amazed. I couldn't believe it. So I, I said hello and looked at me. And he leaned forward and he was gone in a blur. Yeah, he ran in front of me actually around around the tree and he was behind another tree, standing there snarling and growling at me. Really? <laughs> it's a spot where a pickup truck could park. Like, you know, it's not very big of an area. He wasn't very big, far away. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the length of a pickup truck away underneath the bow of a tree. Wow. Mm-hmm. He's standing there growling at me. So I just go directly sideways into the branches of a pine tree beside me, right up to the trunk. And I peer through the branches. And he hadn't moved. He's still standing there, growling and snarling. So I... I Jump out from those branches. I go around behind the tree, and I keep the trunk between us so he can't see me, see my face watching him. And I go right in the trunk, and I peer around again, and he was still in the exact same position. He didn't move. He really seemed to get upset, and he's snarling and growling at me again. Other than the archer-style hat, what was he wearing? It was like a vest. It was a leather vest. I was thinking deer skin, but... I was talking to some late, uh, native people, and they say they wear uh, squirrel hide, squirrel skin. Yeah, a leather vest and uh, hairy arms. Yeah. It's the squirrel fur for arms for the jacket, I guess. It was a, 
other than a vest, it was a jacket. What about his complexion? Yeah, um, his and I guess I really didn't get along up at him. I could really just see he was a little bearded man. And I was just starting to get focus in on him when he opened his eyes and he took off on me. Did this happen yeah. in Ontario? Yeah, below Lindsay. Wow. Okay. Lindsay, Ontario. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah just the other side of uh, Lake Scugog, below, below Lindsay. Right. Originally, you were out there hunting uh, Bigfoot. Is that something you do? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I came I came across a spot where I had two Sasquatch come up uh, two trails. Like I was in the trailhead between two trails. Mm-hmm. And one night, they both came up the trail, one up each trail, I guess, coming to meet, and I happened to be in the middle there. Were you scared, I guess? What What was your feelings on that? <laughs> well, I was amazed. I, I was kind of in disbelief myself that I had actually found a spot where, where they were. Mm-hmm. Sitting in uh, behind my truck at night, drinking a coffee, and from the one trail behind me, I heard a, ooh, uh, Actually, it just started as a woo, mm-hmm. uh, uh, really powerful, like ten across uh, to the other trail. But his voice cracked, and it turned into a woo. Uh, about thirty seconds later, another woo. Uh, about ten times, I'm just sitting there. It's like happy thoughts, happy thoughts. <laughs> I'm not gonna panic. I'm just gonna sit here and see what happens. Did you actually see them or just hear them? I just heard them. Then my first time there, I. I got a note to let my dog run up the trail, and yeah, I seen one stand up and walk away. Just when I, yeah, and then I came back, I'd done my uh, trip around Ontario when I came back home, and I was talking with Peter Smith in, in uh, North Bay, and he had told me they were there the previous winter there investigating foot, uh, footprints. So, how, so yeah, I, I packed up and went back there. How long ago was your Sasquatch encounter? That was in uh, 2013. And that was the same about July, the same? July, this month in 2013. And was that the same year that you had your little person encounter as well? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I kept going back there, because I kept going back to the trailhead, and they kept they kept showing up there. Huh. Wow. So I woke up the one morning and tried to see if I could see footprints and that, and that's when I seen the little person. Now, when you were... Yeah. Uh, when you saw the little person, you you know you're trying to keep a tree in between the two of you. Um, he you know he's he's being aggressive, he's snarling and and uh, being hostile towards you. What did you do then? Uh, I was curious. I was I was looking, but then I seen his hand pumping up and down. That his hand that he had the walking stick in. Right. It was going up and down a couple inches. It was like, oh my goodness, like. All the legends say, like, that's how they make magic happen. They start tapping their walking sticks. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, my dog's locked in the back of my truck. The baking July heat. If something happens to me, he's stuck in there until some local finds him. So, no, I, I wasn't really willing to risk him, so I backed off. And I was, I was so freaked out, I didn't even cross the clearing to go back to the truck. I went out down the trail towards where the Sasquatch had come from. Well, yeah, 7,500 feet, just enough snow so the little person would know that I'm not going to keep spying on him. Right. Then I came back and he was gone. Yeah. You wonder if there's a whole family of them out oh, there. Oh, I know. Yeah. 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 Now, do you, think yeah. Do, do you think there's any correlation between the little people and the, the Bigfoot? Or 
I'm not sure. <laughs> you That's think? Do you think they're aware yeah. of each other? I'm not. I'm not sure. They they come across the same uh, trailhead. They keep they keep coming across the same spot. So yeah, I think they're aware of each other. When was your first uh, interest in uh, in Bigfoot and well, of course, the little people? But that was something you run into. But what was your first interest in uh, going Bigfoot hunting? Well, my memory came back from my, from my uh, encounter when I was nineteen. Ooh. I, uh, yeah, when I was nineteen, I was out in British Columbia visiting my oldest brother, and we uh, went for a canoe ride in a small lake above Vancouver. Started being thrown out of the bushes towards us. Like I had to bust in the canoe. We're only you know a couple arms stands off the shore. So I figured it was just some hikers, some kids, and that tossing rocks. So I said, "Hey, knock it off! We're coming close to shore here." And a couple more rocks, and then one big rock went right in between the two kids' heads in front of me in the canoe. Yeah, I I, I bailed out. I ran up in there to give the hikers for throwing rocks. <laughs> Yeah, it was a seven and a half foot red hair Sasquatch. Chased me right back out of there. Oh, you're kidding. Oh my So you, no. you, you 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 so you got out of the canoe and you actually came up upon the Sasquatch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I I charged up on him. I seen him going through the trees. Right. Like he was on the other side of some trees. Hey, I wanna to talk to you. I just thought it was a homeless guy. No, he came out of the trees, charged at me and we both froze. We looked at each other up and down, and I seen his uh, genitals. <laughs> he was a uh, naked hairy man. Every time I was walking out of his face, he would snarl at me and bare his teeth. And so he kept nose pointing, kept looking behind, beside me. So I quick whipped my head around, and the boys backing the canoe up to where I'd come ashore. And as fast as I turned my head and looked back, he was gone. What did I just see? <laughs> A wild man in the bush, oh my goodness. So I took a couple of steps to see where he had gotten to, and he came out of the trees at me again. Mm. And I, yeah, I, I turned and bailed. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Did you tell your yeah. brother what you saw? No, I didn't. Really? Uh, I was, I clammed up about it. I couldn't talk more. I couldn't even think about it for quite a while. The boys told them. Oh, so, so they, they heard or saw as well? Yeah, yeah, I think the first kid, the boy in the front, I think he got a glimpse of it. Okay. They were half, they were both half native. They were uh, Idaguay, half Idaguay Indian. Okay. So they pretty much suspected it was Sasquatch right in the beginning. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't believe in I didn't believe in him. I was a complete total skeptic. I just mm -hmm. a non-believer. Wow. And so you said, did I get it, hear you right? You said that it was roughly about seven and a half feet tall? Yeah, well, about seven feet. Okay, and if you had to guess, like, uh, like body mass, weight, is a number you would throw at it? How big you think it was? One of the largest men I've ever seen. I'll put it that way. Okay, <laughs> several hundred pounds, I would imagine. Yeah, he's big barrel chested. What color was it? Oh, uh, he was red. Red. Okay. Red hair. Yeah, yeah. his yeah, uh, fur blended in with uh, trees out there, like the redwood. And the way the bark comes down and curls, it was like a cowlick on his hair. It looked like a homeless guy going through the through the trees with uh, like a bush jacket on with uh, shaggy cuffs. But it turns out that was uh, his arm hair. He had about six inch long arm hair. And we just put his hands down at the side. The hair would completely cover his hands. So he just looked like a tree trunk standing there. 
even the hair coming down his feet, you could see his toes. When you're up close, you could see his toes, but once you got farther away, like 10 feet or so, it, his feet just looked like roots, roots of a tree tapering up into the ground. And how how yeah, close yeah. did you two get? When like you said, so you ran after him? Oh yeah, we we were within ten feet of each other. Oh Ooh. my god! Oh yeah, my god. maybe seven feet or so. Yeah, we were standing. I was wearing a Adidas shirt. Yeah. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes, just a Adidas shirt. And we've heard stories that uh, they stink. Is that is that true? Um, not at first. Well, at first he smelled just like a, like a wild animal, like a World War horse or something. Yeah. And there was a smell of bog there, too. When I turned around, I got back into the canoe. The boys were pan- rowing in a panic. So I stayed in front of him. He chased me right down. He, he came right down to the bank. Chased wow. me right out. I came backwards in the canoe. And the boys were rowing, and the canoe went directly sideways. So I was staying in front of him. And that's when I noticed his feet were turning looking like roots of a tree. So I reached out with the paddle to ruffle the hair on his feet from what I was seeing. Yeah, and that's when the uh, stink came down and it closes off your throat. You can't breathe. Wow. I just held my breath so we got farther enough away and yeah, it's a future sickening, sweet sickening smell. So this happened when you were about 19, is that correct? Yeah. How long did it take you to uh, kind of admit what you, <laughs> you've seen and, and decided, okay, now I want to go and uh, prove this self to me and go hunting well, for these things? Well, I, I live in southern Ontario, so we're, we don't even think about them down here. So mm-hmm. I mentioned it to a few people, but they just kind of poo-pooed me. And so I, I completely repressed the entire memory for about 30 years. Wow. Okay. It, was, uh, it was in between Christmas and New Year's in 2012 that the memory came back to me, and uh, I just kept reliving it. So I started doing research during the winter of 2012, 2013, being a 13, and that spring I made plans, and early summer I went out. And I found that spot where Peter went to check out the uh, footprint. Okay. And, and for people who are just listening, Peter is part of Ontario Sasquatch. So he's a, a gentleman who's very familiar with sightings in Ontario. Yeah, he's been on the show. Okay. And he's been on the podcast yeah, as well. Yeah, so just let people yeah. know who that, that's who Peter is. Yeah. So is yeah. that how you got a hold of uh, Peter or just doing your research that you found Peter? Yeah, when well, my memory came back, I had to talk to somebody about it. Yep. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so I contacted um, all the researcher wrote in Vancouver. He's a big Portland fellow, smokes a pipe. Santa. So, Jamie, you've had a couple of counters with Bigfoot. Um, John and I, I don't know about Danny, we, we listen to uh, the Bigfoot Chronicles, Sas- Sasquatch, Sasquatch Chronicles Chron- quite a bit. And the host there always asks people on the show, what do you think Sasquatch really is? Yeah, if we asked you that, what, what would you say? Well, considering we're the hairless ones, I think we have been altered by uh, alien, the DNA, for whatever reason. And maybe Sasquatch is the true evolutions of humans on Earth, of the people of Earth. Yeah, that's kind of a neat yeah. theory. Yeah. I've heard that before. Yep, that's true. Yeah, because we're, we're the odd ones out. Yeah, that's true. Because hmm. there's, there's so much evidence of advanced civilizations far before we're led to believe that our 
history began, right? Yeah. And like when you look at all the Egyptian uh, monuments and that, and the, the big uh, pyramids and that, yeah, underneath those, there's footings of older structures that they built upon. Since we've been doing this pod, Jamie, uh, you know, we've learned a, a lot of things from different people, and that was one of them that. Uh, the paranormal, the UFOs, Bigfoot, it's all related uh, in, in a sense. Wouldn't you think so? Yeah. You know, that's what a lot of the natives think, too. Like, the Sasquatch is the star people. They came from the stars. Mm-hmm. The sky people, so. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I've, yeah we've heard yeah, that no, theory. No, that, that's right. That's exactly. That's not that far out there for people listening. There's a no, lot I'm of sure there's a lot of people at home kind of snickering a little bit yeah but, but you know the more you look into it and the more you hear stories and talk to people yeah yeah you know it doesn't uh, seem so there's far-fetched. a lot of times where people see bigfoot mm-hmm. and they also see a ufo at the same time right or they see yeah. or they see giant blue orbs floating through the trees yeah you know and you think that well maybe that's an interdimensional kind of thing or maybe they they travel the same portals or you know that spirits use and yeah. If you really, yeah. if you really look at it and you look into it, it's not as far fetched as it sounds. It's not as you know, yeah. it's not as Hollywood or sci fi yeah. as it sounds because science has proven yeah. uh, the existence of other dimensions. Yep. Yes. And yeah. I know that you know they're they're probably somewhere trying to breach those dimensions and or maybe they have that t- technology already. Right. And uh, you know, it's like we we say on the show. Uh, spirits use a different vibrational rate to pass through walls and yep. to speak to us or right. to get their voices captured on digital recorders. You know, mm-hmm. Bigfoot apparently can change his vibrational rate. That's yeah, why they seem a, to disappear. That's the belief. Right? Yep, that's right. And right. if you see them at night, you tend to see the orbs as well. And that's the right. encounter that I had with Peter and Christine and, right. and the other two fellas up in yeah. North Bay. Yeah. So... You know, it's it's not that yeah. it's not that far fetched. You yeah. know, and, and I'm sure you know a lot of people are sitting here, like I said, going, "Oh, this guy's yeah, no. <laughs> this guy's do a, a little bit." Of, they, but even with human what? beings, they say the missing link. Yeah, because for sure. somehow we jumped from hairy, mm-hmm. ape more like creatures, to all of a sudden we're upright, hairless male. And right. there's a lot of theories, just like Jamie said, that we were, our genome was played with to change us. Yeah, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's, it's not that far fetched. So. Yeah, I just want to give you some some backup there, Jamie, because it's it's not a, a far-fetched theory at all. So, Jamie, have you, as for the the little people, um, have you gone back and looked for them since then? Um, no. Well, I went back in 2015, I think it was, and they had done a whole bunch. They had done a bunch of uh, lumber harvesting. Okay. And they really made. Yeah, they really tore up that spot really bad. So I've been leaving it alone for a few years. Hopefully things will settle down there and get back to normal. Mm-hmm. And I plan on going there um, the weekend after next with the guy from work. Oh, he's, yeah. he's really open to all this. I, I'm, I tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Make, um, make sure yeah, you take really open with it. He's going to come with me, and he's really not mild. You know, really a uh, meek, mild guy. I'm hoping we'll hear something that'll satisfy our curiosity. Sure. I don't know if we'll see anything. I'm trying not to get his hopes up too much, right? Right, yeah, yeah. 
Now, do you yeah. uh, do you have certain techniques uh, when when you're out there looking? Or are you tapping on trees, or, or are you? No, I I just go quiet and listen. Yeah. So, well, I was up with Peter and uh, um, last fall. Yeah, we were doing knocks and we were getting responses from the knocks until he realized that we were people and not the one he was knocking to. <laughs> another one started knocking from another direction, and he quit responding to us. Yeah. When when you were face-to-face with the one that you saw in B.C., can you describe the the face, the expressions? You know, just what what did the, the face look like? It was a really human face. I, I thought he had a bunch of scar tissue around his face and that, but as I seen on an angle in the, in the light, you could see a really flying hair over his, uh, around his eyes and his cheek, above his cheeks and that. Okay. He was, you know, he looked like a bearded guy, but where we have skin, he had really fine hair. The nose, the nose is wide, but it came to a point, like a human nose. Yeah, his lips were wide. He had wide, wide mouth on him. And his eyes were really black, really, really dark. Yeah, did he make any sounds at you, or no? Maybe a hiss or something. But he was trying to be quiet. He didn't really want to raise a lot of attention to himself, right? Yeah. Do you think the rocks were being thrown at you to get you away from them, or do you believe that maybe he was just trying to get your attention so you would see him? No, I think it was more trying to scare us away. Yeah, which usually works, but I was too close, and he, he made me mad and sad and scared me. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna punch his lights out. Yeah, yeah. Until you yeah. saw. The I didn't of... even take the paddle. I didn't even take the paddle with me. I left the paddle in the canoe. Oh man. Oh, yeah, I didn't go up there with a weapon. I just went and went up there. To, yeah. Any plans to return yeah. to that area? Um, no. My brother died a few years ago, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Cha- no. no chance to put those. Those uh, tight white Adidas shorts back on and, and go to the jungle. Eh? Not in that spot. <laughs> no, not in that spot. Yeah. No. Did you? There's lots of places closer in Ariel. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, did you? Yeah, I'm wondering there might even be closer than what I was thinking too. Well, you know, Peter says that like they're all over. Mm-hmm. You know, they had yeah. credible evidence. I think was it outside of Mississauga, uh, my neck of the woods, up in the you know Bruce uh, County. Bruce County. Mm-hmm. Um, did you at any time, uh, when you, like you saw this thing, and of course it's intimidating, it's, you know, your mind is probably going a mile a minute. Did you feel at any point like you're in danger, like that this thing would hurt you or, uh, was any of those kind of feelings or was it just like just the shock of seeing it? Yeah, it was just the shock of seeing it. Yeah. Okay. But then, but then it kind of, like we had an agreement is I'll go my way and he'll go his way. Sure. When I turned and looked, and he disappeared, but I, I don't know. I took a couple of steps to go back up into the bush to thwart him. So I yeah. kind of crossed that trust, and yeah. he I kind of think if he could have caught up to me, which he almost did, I think a good shove to the back would have snapped my neck. You know what I mean? Just hit me square between the shoulder blades, man, and would have snapped my neck. I think. You plan on doing some more uh, Bigfoot hunting now again? Oh yeah, a couple weeks. Now I'm more curious and just go with massive amounts of respect. Every, everybody says, "Oh, well, got to get a picture, got to get a picture." But you know what? They they know we have technology. I don't know if they know what it is we have, but they know we have stuff. Right. If you get a picture or even like a, a glimpse type photo of one, 
they're letting it happen. I think they're a lot smarter than we are in a way, like yep. in their survival mm-hmm. aspect. Yeah. Okay, Jamie, anything else to uh, add? No. I think we covered it pretty good. I think we I think we did, and uh, I'm fascinated at the uh, little people. Um, um, I used to work with uh, a, a lady and well, that was from Newfoundland, and she said her and her sisters used to play with the little people uh, out in the, uh, like they'd go back in the bush and everything, and it was just a common thing for them to play with them. Wild. Really? Yeah. They were, yeah, I was always a skeptic. I didn't believe in the little people. Yeah. I wasn't a guy with a woo. I didn't think there was anything special about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I, think they were, I thought they were just another animal like a bear or a deer or us. Yep. Until I seen that little person. Yeah. And that changed it all for me. Now, yeah. you, you have a, a closed group uh, Facebook page, which I just became a member of. Uh, are you okay with uh, letting people know and maybe getting some other members and sharing their stories? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So your Facebook page is called Little People of the Forest, and you have 522 members already. Wow. And, uh, and and there's some pretty cool stories on there. Is that right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I gotta like, take a look at that. Yeah. So uh, if anyone, any listeners are interested in becoming a member of Jamie's closed group, there it's called Little People of the Forest, and uh, I'm on there, and Peter Smith's on there, and and I guess yeah. you guys will be. Yeah. Oh, definitely it out check as that well. out. And, and yeah. you know, it's so amazing. The description is so much like Dan, like you're saying, mm-hmm. of that. The one oh, that you saw. It's because the one that I saw about seven years ago, and I've talked to Jamie about it already on Facebook, the description that I have is exactly the same mm-hmm. as the one he had. With the hat. And, but yeah. my guy wasn't wearing a hat. No, okay. He, he had male pattern baldness. Yeah. And uh, But he was wearing the same vest. He had the furry arms. He had the like the little walking stick in his hand. And he was about maybe two feet tall. So about, <laughs> about knee high, right? Yeah. yeah. And... He looked like, uh, and this is kind of funny, but if you're if you're familiar with uh, that comedian, the uh, the ventriloquist Jeff Dunham, yeah, you know the the guy that has the terrorist, I kill you, yeah, you yeah. know, but he's got the old man, uh-huh. yeah, uh, Walter. Walter, Walter, yeah, this guy looked just like oh, yeah. Walter, <laughs> but he had black hair instead of the gray oh, hair, okay. but he had the same face, and he he looked very Eastern European, mm. Scandinavian, you know, yeah. You know, Estonian, Lithuanian, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I saw him. I, I was driving, so I looked back on the road to make sure I wasn't going to hit anybody, and I looked back to see him again, and he was gone. Yeah. But we locked wow. eyes, but we locked eyes, and I went, holy cow, it, it looks like that puppet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> Jeff Dunham puppet yeah. standing in there. What's that? Are there any trails by that spot, I wonder? You know what? There's no trails, but there's a, a cave system. I know of back there. Yeah, and it's right on. I, the, I gotta go to find that spot. Yeah, it's right on the the Niagara Escarpment. If you if you go north on uh, Highway 25 from Milton, and you just get to the top of the hill, you can. Yeah. There's, there's a little parking lot on the left, and he was right around there. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, and there is a yeah, little, that's, so there's that's a cave about 45 there. minutes from me. Hey, when you go out again with your friend, if you guys encounter anything, let us know. Yeah, for if sure. Footprints oh, or will. anything. Yeah. 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 And there's some other guys, too, that are interested in going there with me, but I've already promised this one taper that I'll take Kim there alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I, I got to no, tell you. I just want to go there quietly and just want to sit there and quiet and hopefully we'll hear something. Yeah. yeah. Um, my fingers crossed that they, they're not aware of me coming there already. Right. You know, but I, I, no, I, don't, I don't know. I got to tell you, Jamie, that your, your encounter in BC, after you saw it and then you took a few steps to like kind of look again, you got bigger stones than me because I would have ran. I wouldn't have followed after him, you know. Yeah. I'm impressed on you with that, man, because I tell you, that wouldn't have been me. I probably would have peed my pants and ran. but Ran across the lake instead of canoeing. Oh, yeah, I would. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Walk on water. So that's, right. that's pretty yeah. impressive. All right, Jamie, thank you very yeah. much. Some, that's a really cool okay. stories, man. Some incredible stories there, and we'll hope to get you back on one day soon. With some more. Awesome. Thank you very much. No problem. My pleasure. All right. Take it easy, buddy. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. And we're back here on Phantom Faction Podcast after a brief break, and we thank uh, Jamie for joining us and sharing his stories. And we encourage you, if you have some stories, anything paranormal, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't matter whether it's Bigfoot or Little People or and Little People is something we, that we really haven't really got into too much i know we've we've talked a little bit about it like for a few minutes here and there right but it was kind of neat to actually get someone who had a an actual experience Mm -hmm. and that might you know clear it for the next person to say well maybe i'll let them know about what happened with me right because the you know between the three of us or you know amongst the three of us we've all not so much had an encounter but we know people who have right and john you met a lady who was from originally from the Netherlands? Yep, and uh, she called them the Tomptons. Yes, that's right. And she actually made a, a business out of making wooden puzzles. And when she explained it to me, and just like when Danny talked about people that he'd met that played with the little people, mm-hmm. she said the same thing. Right. And I remember I kind of I liked her. I thought she was a real genuine person. But when I met her, I was like 22, and I let her talk. And but back in my head, I kind of went. Uh, okay, whatever. This lady's right? nuts. Yeah, maybe that's your story to increase <laughs> to sell, sales. To sell whatever. But she was adamant that no, the little people are real, and right, and and she had all kinds of experience with with and what she, she called little people. And she was from the Netherlands, right? Yep. And then she even claimed that she had experience on her farm, and her farm was called, oh, I think it was called Tompton Treasures or something. And the farm was here in Ontario, right? Yep, up in the Owen Sound region. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now yeah. I know that. Uh, Elves and fairies and gnomes and trolls. That's that's a really big um, urban legend or mm-hmm. uh, stories. Right. Creatures from the Netherlands, Norway, Sweden, Iceland. Iceland mm-hmm. is huge for it. Mm-hmm. And I know people who have been, and they said you're, you'll drive through the back roads of Iceland, and there's these little structures. Like they're actually homes mm-hmm. that people have built for the little people. Well, and they'll put it out in the middle of this field. And yeah. they look like little birdhouses almost. Yeah. But they're so intricate. Like, they've got balconies and, wow. and uh, like, they're bigger than birdhouses. Like, like, like dollhouse. Yeah. And, you know, they said, what are these things all over the place? They said, oh, they're from the, for the little people, the, the elves and hmm. that live out, out here. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> okay. And they just accept it as being yeah, normal. they accept yeah. it as, as a normal thing. And the government or whatever municipalities are there have built these things, and, and they say we we leave them alone, we don't mm-hmm. bother them, and they're they're just there. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of neat that they've in, incorporated that into their culture, yeah. you know, and their their folklore and, and everything else. Yeah, you know, you don't hear too much of it 
from North America, like the little people. Right. But it is a very European thing. But, yeah. you know, as you told us, you had some women from Newfoundland right. back in the day. Yeah. Um, uh, I worked at a bowling center. These two ladies uh, used to come in and, and clean. They were right from Newfoundland with the, the whole Newfie accent, if you will. Yeah, Lord Tundra. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Lord Tundra by, by Jesus. Uh, but, you know, uh, we would uh, sit at the table and, and chat with them before they'd start into their cleaning after, you know, we'd get everybody out of the, the center there. Uh, nicest people and were telling us, and they were sisters, and telling telling the whole group there that, yeah, they used to go out and uh, they lived on a, a farm area in Newfoundland and they'd go back into the bush area and they would see the little people. They called them fairies, but they didn't have wings. Right. Right? But they just called them fairies. That was just something that they, they the had called them. The word that they chose. Yeah. But uh, they always described the, the the females were were so pretty. They always said, you know, that was, and they used to go back and play with them, and and they would bring them bread or sometimes uh, little candies or something like that. That they would, um, but they actually interacted with them. They they I said, what did what did you play? What did you do? Right? And they said, oh, anything, you know, hide and seek, or you know, sometimes we played house, or you know. Um, they I, did they speak it was they said it was more of a really high pitched squeaking type of of noise type of thing but they communicated really well with each other like with the humans well, they didn't sp- well, oh did they speak english though it was more of a telepathy thing according oh. to them wow uh but almost mm-hmm. like a squeaking noise but um uh, you know, now I would almost think what she was trying to describe to me when she was talking about the squeaking was just another frequency sure. that just wasn't connecting, mm. you know, uh, but, but in the, it was in the mind. They knew what they were communicating to them. Wow. Crazy. That's cool. Yeah. That's so, cool. I mean, as you learn more and more about this, right, of, of little things, and, and I always talk about frequencies, and I'm figuring that was probably it sure. of, of how they communicated, but... Yeah, I have no reason not to believe them. Yep. Every legend, every, you know, story, the folklore, there has to be a little bit of... Yeah, based it on something. Yeah, based yeah. on something. Like like werewolves could have been based on dogmen. Yeah. Or, or Bigfoot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I know they're not a, a big thing out in uh, Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, I know England, uh, uh, they've had quite a few sightings of dogmen and, and sasquatch in certain areas and uh you know that's that's where legends of werewolves mm-hmm. might come from or you know like these little people uh who knows like maybe there was uh yeah a species or uh, a culture of people that were tiny little things right and if they integrated with us or or tried to assimilate they they would have been killed off or Right or used for yeah whatever so they became reclusive and they became reclusive right sure. yeah you know so like yeah. even that you know if you if you're into the UFO stuff and that's that Dr Stephen Greer where they've got that tiny little humanoid skeleton mm-hmm. have you ever seen that yes it's about yeah. a f- not even a foot long and it's got that rounded top of the head and they've done yeah. DNA on it and they've done X rays and all sorts of scans and they said it came from a region in Peru this mountain, mountainous region where there's thousands of them hmm. and they live in these tiny little caves and yeah. and someone just got lucky and found one of their yeah. their carcasses. Yeah. Wow. Right? So you think, well, it's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot 
you know, that well, goes on in this on this planet that we yeah that we have no clue about. We think we know everything, but I don't believe yes. we do. No, yeah, no, for sure. Well, it, it comes from a long line. Like uh, garden gnomes are, are big, <laughs> you know. Like we put them in our gardens and everything. Yeah. What? Why were they shaped that way, or why? Right. Were, you know. Yeah. Or trolls, yeah, trolls tr- under the bridge, and, yeah, exactly, and things like that. So, what are they based on? Stuff that people had seen, you know. And stories do get blown out of proportion. Sure, they do. Yeah. The broken telephone thing, but then someone sees something, mm-hmm. and it kind of reigns it back in, like Jamie seeing this little guy, yeah, and it's almost the same description as the one that I saw, right? So, yeah, and in a short time, he's got five hundred people on his Facebook page, yeah. So what, you know? So <laughs> and you can't just be there just because you, you know, you, you like the, yeah, you know, the fantasy of it all. There's just like people be. who subscribe to the podcast, they, there's something that's got them the reason why they subscribe, right? That's, that's right. Yeah. A story they were told, something they saw they can't explain, or something, right? Or something Dad told me when I was a kid and I believe it. Campfire and, stories and yeah, who knows, yeah, sort right? of thing. So, yeah. And the other thing that Jamie said, and I still like, it's amazing when he's talked about when that Sasquatch he saw in BC stood still. It's almost like it just blended into the surroundings. Yeah, he was saying it was just like you couldn't even know it was there. Perfect camouflage. Yeah, isn't that? It's amazing. Yeah, right? and we have yeah. heard stories where people have walked right by them. Yeah, think it's a stump, and think it's a tree stump Giant or a stump. rock, a boulder, and then it stands up. It's like, and they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whoops, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And uh, when we had our little break, I know that we had promised people last podcast. Yes, we were supposed to have uh, a gentleman who had a dogman encounter up in northern Ontario. And unfortunately, he had some work commitments come up that he just couldn't get out of. But he will be on very soon, yeah. mm-hmm. within the next couple weeks. Yeah, and so Stay uh, tuned. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to, to talking to him. Yes. Oh, yeah. And John, you're working on a couple Yeah, people? so we got, I got a couple of guests lined up. Just again, it's a scheduling, right? We'll just, you Yeah, know, it's summertime and people are on vacation. Vacation. But we have, and we're really pleased about this, we will be having on an upcoming episode, one of our subscribers, and we're going to be talking about aliens, visitation, uh, all the gray aliens, abductions. abductions. Yeah, and so, uh, and she sent us a pile of information that we're going to kind of get up to speed on, because she really dug up some great information to kind of support what she's going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. She wants Uh, to come on, but she just got to collect her... Yeah, and, and I agreed when she sent me the information. I think if we'd have really bugged her, she would have come on today. Mm-hmm. But we wouldn't be at the same place as her because she's found all this information. Um, one of the things, I'll just let this one little bit out we were talking about earlier. It seems that people who can remote view, almost every single person at some point will say that they've had a gray alien encounter through the remote viewing. Mm-hmm. So that's a neat part, component of all this. So she'll be on. Um, uh, she may use her name. She may use a different name doesn't matter but anyway we're really pleased we're going to have one of our subscribers kind of co-host with us on an upcoming podcast mm-hmm. right. so we're looking forward to it. first of many we hope right yeah. and i've also got the lady uh, we're just working on a schedule um who commented on my paranormal survivor mm-hmm. episode she was the expert first name linda is going to come on and she's got some great stories and she's got some things that uh, when i talked to her about Dane and I experiencing Gray's at uh, Maria's, Maria's place. House. Yeah, make sure I say the name right. Uh, the, um, she's got stories like that too. She said that we've had those situations as well. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. One. So yeah, it's summertime. People take vacations. And we're going to be taking some. So, mm-hmm. but it's all upcoming. But 
the Dogman one, I really have to admit, I'm really, yes, I'm keen on that one. And I can't wait to post the pictures too. Yeah, yeah, we'll wait till the post it, and then yeah, that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just was going to comment too on uh, our last podcast. Uh, we had. Uh, a uh, little bit of a, a voice come through on our, our microphone. Oh, yes, we did. Just shortly after. An EVP. Yeah, Dan had Yeah, had I was sitting here and looking at, looking at the firewall there and saw a man walk right through that wall where the mirror is. And I could see his sleeves. I could see the button down mm-hmm. on his sleeves. And he walked right by. He was, what, like two seconds later, five seconds later, we got the yeah. voice. And then, uh, yeah, this whisper comes across and... It was it was pretty tough to make out, and I admit that. But it, yeah. there was no reason for a whisper to there. I we heard, don't whisper. I heard the word theater. Yeah, that, yeah. A lot of us agree that we heard theater. Yeah. Something theater. And some of our listeners, I think they commented on the Facebook yep. page yep. about it. Yeah. So yeah. Listen so. to it. We posted on Facebook the exact time. Check it out. See what you hear. But yeah. even when we're doing these ones, and we're not even like specifically talking about spirits, if you guys hear anything, yeah. Let us know. Send us a yeah. message on Facebook and mark. You know, yep. try and do a timestamp on it and let us know. And and we'll let you know because sometimes there is you'll hear voices and that's just the uh, dance studio next door. <laughs> yeah, the kids uh, yeah. Yeah. running around. Uh, but you know, we we could let you know that. Oh, I think that is dance studio. But uh, there's times like right now, it's it's quiet. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so it only should only be the three of us. That's right, and we know for a fact that even if we're looking at, let's take a break, we're doing hand signals, we're not whispering. No, you know, that's right. We, we don't whisper, uh, so that wasn't us. Yeah. That's and right. it was right over top of, you were just going to speak at the time, and yeah. then you heard that whisper yeah, come something, through. Something theater, I'd say. I, I hear theater for sure. Yeah, same in here, there. same here. So. And when we wrap things up, it's too bad we, we stop hmm. recording. Right. Remember, we heard that growl. Yes. Right? John yeah. didn't hear it, even yeah. though it was right behind him. Yeah. But we shut everything down. We were just getting ready to leave. And just over here to my left, yeah. where, where this other chair is, we heard like a... <laughs> yeah. And Danny and I looked at each other like, what the hell was <laughs> I, that? I'd worked and a 12-hour shift and I wasn't... And you know what? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard a growl before. You, know, you always hear like yeah. guys on these ghost adventure shows saying, oh, I heard a growl. And, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, but you two heard it clearly. That sounded yeah. that sounded like a growl to me, <laughs> and it was like right yeah. here. And there's no machinery over here. There's no nothing to make a, a weird noise like that. Did, so didn't we have that growl come through when we were upstairs recording that one time? Yeah, we did have something. Did we had that growl. Yeah, come I think through. we did. I think we did. We've had some weird stuff, especially upstairs. Yeah. So that yeah. was your stomach. That was my stomach. Yeah, yeah. On cue, both, I think yeah, both your both stomachs are at the same time. Stereo. My burger wasn't big enough. Your burger yeah. wasn't big enough? Yeah. Oh, well. All right, guys. Please be patient with us. It's summertime, like we said. Lots we, of cool guests We coming. won't forget you. <laughs> we won't. Yeah. We'll you keep know, doing this. And, we'll keep uh, doing this until we kill each other. Or, <laughs> or we, they kill us. Or they kill us. Yeah. Or yeah. Sasquatch yeah. kills us. Or the little people kill us. And, yeah. We're on Facebook, <laughs> Phantom Faction Podcast. Just look us up. and Yeah, and uh, check out Jamie's, uh, what was it, Little People of the Forest? Little yep. People of the it's Forest. It's kind of neat. They're, like, there's some really cool stories on there. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, whether you believe it or not, it's fun reading, and and uh, people are passionate about what they saw. And yep, and we've got our first subscriber going to be on co-hosting, and we'd love to have more of you. Mm-hmm. Yep, so check us out. Uh, we are on uh, Spotify. CastBox is our home. 
Google Play. Google Play. iTunes. iTunes, yeah. Yep. Uh, we're all there. Wherever you uh, We're on Mexican listen. podcasts, too, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. See, yep. So if you're crossing the border and going through the, the desert and, mm. you know, yeah. heading for those concentration camps and... You can listen to us. Yeah, <laughs> in the desert. Just have to Google uh, "Phantom Faction" I'm podcast, and kidding. you get a yeah. ton of these. That's right. That's right. Well, That's wherever. right. So wherever you listen, thank you very much, and we'll be back. Hasta luego. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.